Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing on this beautiful Friday morning? This is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training down here in beautiful, sunny, warm uh, Florida. And uh, it's another episode of Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff. And what the show is, is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I do a live show. Um, we're on Wednesdays and Friday nights at 6 p.m. So tonight at 6 p.m. I'll be doing a Q&A show, a little bit of a different format. Q&A show is just a really speed uh, uh, Q&A where I answer questions, um, uh, go through at least 50, 60 questions, if not more. I do that with the wonderful Joelle. Tonight is going to be with um, Angelo as my co-host because Joelle will be out for the next couple of weeks. Um but the, the, the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show is a, usually a single topic show. And what I like to do is I like to stick to, you know, one, sometimes two topics of, uh, to really focus in on them, to talk about what's going on in the industry, to do helpful, um, uh, helpful information for everybody, to um, also start um, making sure the truth gets out there, which is what's going to be a lot of what today's show is, because it is incredible the amount of lies every single day i keep hearing about and um the amount of lies are destroying families the amount of lies that are out there are destroying dogs and um people are being told to do um to not do certain things with their dogs because they'll ruin them meanwhile we're seeing dogs that are coming in more nervous fearful anxious aggressive than ever before and it's not because people are listening to our advices because people are not doing what we say and they're listening to what social media has been feeding them and um and it's all a bunch of lies but before we get into that into that i want to put up a um a little video of the green to graduate good sit and i'm gonna lure good down Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker, here. That's my boy. Here. There we go. That's my boy. So that's a uh, Green Deer graduate, which is one of our courses, and you can find that at academy solidcaninetraining.com academy.solidcaninetraining.com and you can find that course along with a bunch of other courses you can also get consults there now if you want to save some money i encourage you people to join our patreon channel and if you go on to patreon.com slash training, and not only on the patreon channel do you get um a weekly zoom q a which is face to face and with video and voice where you can ask your questions so it's a lot more intimate um than my normal q a but then also you um get 20 percent off 20 percent off 20 percent off your um your consoles your courses now what's happening is um we're going to be starting an affiliate program as well for our um, programs. So if you've got somebody out there, whether you've got a large social media presence, active social media presence, you're promoting our stuff, you're always referring people to our videos. Well, now, you know, something like Green to Graduates, for everyone that is that you would, that would, you would sell, um, it's seamless. It's not like you've got to do anything. You just give people a link. Um, you actually make $80. 
And that's just, imagine just selling one of those a day. Imagine selling one every other day. I mean, it's incredible. You can make, it, you can make at least $1,000 a month for doing nothing, except for just mentioning what you're probably already mentioning now. But we just want to just, you know, spread the wealth around. The big issue that we're seeing now is in... Um, the dog training industry is the amount of lies that are out there that are destroying families and that are making dogs so nervous, skittish, fearful, anxious. Now, there is a genetic component to that, but most of it is also through nurture. I would say that 90 plus percent of the dogs we're seeing now have been created by humans. And this is not a shaming comment at all. It's just a reality comment where, um, Hold on one second. Angelo is eating his breakfast talking to somebody. And you guys might have to go to another room eventually. Okay. Um, so the thing is, it's really, really important. I've just got really sensitive microphones. The thing is, it's really important that people understand how much lying you're being um, given. So, for instance, Goose, who is over in uh, 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 the place command right now on the other side of the couch where I can't even see him. He'll be there for probably about um, this morning, just two hours because after the show, Angelo and I have to run somewhere. Um, in this morning's post, you saw the, the bike ride that teaching him about spatial awareness on the bike. But, you know, Goose it came in a, here's a great example about the philosophy that we use that if we would have listened to everybody else's philosophy, he'd be in worse shape than he came in now. He came in a dog that um, would bark for 15 minutes when everybody would come in the door. He would jump up on all of them. He couldn't hold a command. He's a very nervous, fearful, anxious, stressful, insecure dog. Um, you could not trust him off-leash at all. Um, he didn't know how to swim. He didn't know how to bike ride. He had no off-leash behavior whatsoever. Um, he was pushy. He was snotty. He was bratty as well. Um, he There's a toddler that's at home, two years old, and there's another one on the way. So he had to be baby-proofed. So if we would listen to, and by the way, he's a happy-go-lucky dog, um, which is what a lot of these dogs get free passes. If we would be listening to the... Um, the advice out there, and this is a big thing, this bullshit stuff that says never say no to your dog, never correct your dog, because you'll ruin your dog and you'll ruin the relationship with your dog. And people call it, go as far as calling it abuse. That's the biggest fucking lie that there is out there. I want people to really understand that you are being lied to by a media machine that is designed to destroy your life. And it's all under the guise of people saying they love dogs. No, they do not. This is not about the loving of dogs. It is about controlling the human. And it's been going on for years and years and years. And in a lot of different departments, it's getting worse and worse and worse. Because there's so much social media out there that is being lied to you. Outright blatant lies. Now, I'm a pet dog trainer. So I focus mostly on pets, family pets. But in the last few years, I've been doing this for 20 years. So let's say even pre-COVID, but especially after COVID, we are seeing dogs that are, you know, I'll just say it. They're so fucked up. And we're seeing owners that have been so disempowered. And it's all because of the massive amounts of lies out there. And this is not just from the reward only community. This is also for a, a community of dog trainers who also correct dogs. They're also lying to you. 
they're also lying to you. They'll they'll do they'll avoid anything but a harsh correction. Because everybody is afraid of social media pushback. Everybody is afraid of social media pushback. I mean, for instance, we have lots of hate videos out on us. I'll give you one example of what people are afraid of. So one of the videos, if not two of the videos, was shared on TikTok over one million times. On me. What 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 do you think happens when that gets um, done? Well, every post I put up on TikTok, everybody now jumps on there with the video saying that I'm a dog abuser. So who would want to be put in that position? Now, I posted on TikTok this morning. I'm posting on TikTok every day. Because it's the Wild West out there. And it's from people that have no context and don't know what they're doing. So I actually can help young dog trainers or experienced dog trainers how to deal with social media hate. But that's what it boils down to. You are being lied to for a couple of different reasons. You are being lied to by people who actually do not believe you should correct your dog. They do not believe that you should say no to your dog. They do not believe that you should work your dog above threshold. They do not, they do not believe that you should ever um, say no to your dog. They only believe that everything should be wonderful, that your dog should never be put in a situation that we're, they're going to they're fail. That is their belief system. They work in a sterile environment. They get shitty fucking results. And they leave an owner with a dog that can't even function in society, that destroys the family, that makes it so nobody can come over. They're lying and deceiving the dog owner, meanwhile, getting them to sign up for more and more classes with zero fucking results. Now, I mean, they might get results in the classroom, but out of the classroom, in the real world, none, zero. Most of the information that is out there is a lie. Stop the fucking lying. It's about time people started to start using common sense and start realizing you're being lied to by the social media machine, by the media, by dog trainers, by vets, by behaviorists, which is the biggest fucking joke out there. Because they don't touch the leash. They don't rehab dogs. They don't train dogs. And they're relying on just like information that they learned in a school, a bunch of white papers, but no practical experience actually working with dogs. And then you've got the folks that are actually, quote unquote, using tools, correcting dogs. You're being lied to from them. I'm not talking about everybody. There are really good dog trainers out there. There are really good shelters out there. But that's another thing. The shelter system is also being lied to to you they don't know how to analyze a dog they don't know how to assess a dog they're calling dogs dangerous and aggressive pull them out of the shelter and they're fine everybody volunteers at a shelter not 100 percent, but a majority of those folks they don't give a shit about the dogs yep i said it they care about their personal happiness they want that warm fuzzy feeling they want to grow their angel wings, and then they go home. 
If you truly cared about the dog, pull the dog out of the shelter, rehab the dog to full off-leash um, obedience, stop all the bad behaviors, teach the dog good manners, and then give the dog away or get it adopted out at a very low price, 50 bucks. And then you've got the segment of the population out there where trainers using tools are telling you, oh, do the least invasive. Don't correct too high. That's also full of shit. You'll destroy the relationship. Everybody's big on this destroy the relationship stuff now. And if I say something, they'll make sure they say something that doesn't sound like what I say because they don't want the social media pushback. Meanwhile, they're being unethical and they're jeopardizing the safety of the dog. They're getting shitty results possibly. And also, they're not being fair to the client. They're not being transparent. They're, do, they're saying one thing publicly and doing another thing privately. I admit everything we do. Goose had mad separation anxiety. He would, he would whine and bark at night in his crate. The first week, he got corrected extremely high. What does that mean? Oh, high enough to yelp. We did a baby-proofing protocol. It's all on video. We'll be, we'll be putting it out. It'll be, it'll be one of our online courses. So with baby-proofing, you've got to make sure the dog heals to you, not the stroller. Make sure that the dog stays off the tummy time mat. Make sure the dog doesn't um, uh, uh, eat the food from underneath the um, high chair because there's massive dangerous things that could happen. High chair can be knocked over. He went to go get food underneath the high chair. Boy, did he get a correction. Jumped right up in the air. Yep. All on video. It shows it. Do I enjoy it? No. But I know the dangers of a dog. And I know the dangers of a, of a dog that is underneath a high chair and how dangerous that can be of knocking a high chair over with a baby in it. I know the danger. But everybody will do something like teach an alternative behavior. Now, I'm all for teaching obedience, but not for stopping an unwanted behavior. Why is it that we can't correct our dogs for unwanted behaviors? Why is it that we can't correct our dogs for dangerous behaviors? Who is selling you this line of bullshit? The lies have to stop. Stop fucking lying to the, to the dog owners out there. It's like, not, it's like the same thing that's going on across the board with society, and now it's infiltrating the dog world. Actually, it infiltrated the dog world prior. All this woke-ass dog training. It's all a bunch of bullshit, but nobody wants to speak the truth. They don't want to speak the truth. They pull, they pull all these studies out of their ass. Like, I don't care about your fucking study. Grab the fucking leash and show me what you can do. Start to finish. And a lot of these dog trainers out there that are quoting, don't say no, don't correct your dog. Do you know that they're doing that with their own dogs? They're correcting their own dogs. They're saying no to their own dogs. I know they are because I know these people. They're lying to you. They spend all day in their classroom saying, don't, 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 don't. Meanwhile, they go home and they do, 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 do. So they're lying to you. 
And if it works so fucking good, why are they doing it with their own dogs? Everybody's doing all this redirection stuff. Everybody's saying, work the dog under threshold. Everybody's saying, don't put the dog into a position where it can fail. Seriously? So you want dogs and owners to be prisoners of their own homes? No. Nope. This dog couldn't even go for a car ride. Went for a five-hour car ride the other day. Now the dog gets in the truck, puts its head down, and relaxes every car ride. We're going to do a car ride today. We're going to do a car ride with the owners tomorrow. Tomorrow he gets picked up. Angelo, I'll do a video today. I've done them already. They've been up there. I'll do a video today of Angelo doing obedience with his dog. Angelo is not a dog trainer. He's 10 years old. The dog listens to Angelo. He didn't know any of this stuff when he first came in. He's been here for two weeks. A little bit more than two weeks. So why are you being lied to? You're being lied to by a organized machine that does not want you to be successful. So you will keep coming back and spending more and more money. And all you're going to do is get frustrated. Everything from basic obedience to reactive rover, you're being lied to. Now, does basic obedience inside a classroom work? Absolutely. Most of the time. Does it work out in the real world where there's actually distractions? Historically not. Then what do they do? They blame the owner. Well, have you ever thought about maybe the, the dog training methodology is actually not geared for the real world? Has that ever crossed anybody's mind? Everything. I'm sitting on the couch. My dog is licking me. What should I do? Oh, give him, give the dog a bone to stay busy. Really? How about correcting the correcting the fucking dog for licking you? The dog's biting at my toes. What do I do? Oh, give him a chew toy. No, you correct the dog for biting your toes. Why is it that nobody wants to say that? Why is it that the word punishment is such a bad word? Why is it the word shock cower is such a bad word? And then people are like, well, because they're not shock cowers. Fine, call them what you want. Oh, we don't like to use the word punishment. Turns people off. Call what you want. Does that change anything? Everybody's out there quoting studies, quoting certifications, but I'm not seeing any fucking results. Now, are there people getting results? Of course there are. This is not everybody. There are good to great dog trainers. There are dog trainers way, way, way better than me. And I'm not talking also about sport. I don't do sport. I don't do tasks for service dogs. I do public access for service dogs. I don't do agility. I don't do nose work. I'm talking about a family pet dog, your average family pet dog. But they're not being stopped from unwanted behaviors, and they're not being trained to do obedience in the real world with distractions. Why? Because you're being lied to that you shouldn't correct your dog. Of course you should. We'll go, we're going to go to an outdoor cafe today. Goose could not go to an outdoor cafe. I already put up the photos. Goes to an outdoor cafe, puts his head down, falls asleep. Ain't rocket science. How did we get there? We taught him a downstay. We taught him settle. And then if he didn't do it, he was corrected. 
Correcting a dog for noncompliance of a known behavior is standard operating procedure for a trained dog. Correcting a dog for jumping on people, for barking in the window, for counter-surfing, for getting in the trash right from the get-go is standard operating procedure for a trained dog. Recalling a dog, and get, if it does, a dog that doesn't recall, correcting that dog high for not recalling off-leash is standard operating procedure. But nobody wants to talk about it because nobody wants the negative social media pushback. Nobody wants everything I'm about to say now cut and pasted and put it into a video distributed to all these different people that are going to be hosting my seminars to the news media all because nobody wants that pushback. Well, guess what? Strap on a set of fucking balls and start telling the truth. Start telling the truth. Push back. If you're putting if you're putting techniques into practice, share the techniques. Because dog owners are struggling. And some people might not be geographically close to you, might not have the budget to you, but have, have access to the to the internet and they can watch you talk about it. So start putting it out. Stop lying. Don't tell people you're doing one thing, but then you'll do another. We use a reward-based system to train all of our obedience. We use a punitive-based system to, to proof and correct all of our non-compliance as well as bad behaviors. It's not rocket science. Believe it or not, this dog came in anxious, stressed, fearful. This dog was on uh, uh, Claritin and on, on special film to put on his paws because of OCD behavior. After one week, we stopped. We stopped using it. Why? It didn't manifest anymore. Think about that. It did not manifest anymore. Why? Structure, consequences. Does the dog still stressed? Sure. Go to Home Depot, put him in a down. Don't tell him to settle. He's still stressed. Tell him to settle. He's fine. At the house, Settles on his own. In the crate, settles on his own. But at least now he's complying outside. And guess what? He's on a shock collar. And he's not afraid. It has not ruined the relationship. He gets excited every time he goes, it's time for work. Every time it's time for work, he gets excited. So, stop listening to the lies humans stop being such a passive person about it start training your dogs hour a day is long enough three 20-minute sessions put structure in place exercise your dog feed a proper diet we do raw you don't have to do raw but there is no good kibble out there and cooking the food <laughs> Cooking the food is not love. Cooking the food is actually not even practical. Why? Because it destroys all the nutrition out of the food. Dogs can eat raw. We have an ebook on it right on our website, Solid Canine Training, in the shop. The Green to Graduate course will get you a fully off-leash trained dog. They listen to the podcast and ask your questions about how to stop some certain bad behaviors, all bad behaviors, and then, or jump into a one-on-one, join the Patreon, then you get more Q&As. We're doing six free, five, we do five free podcasts a week, and the Zoom one is $10 a month, and you get four of those.
Yep, I'm promoting this stuff. Why? Because it will help you. It'll change your dog's life. And nobody's speaking the truth out there. And then you've got all these other podcasts with a bunch of dog trainers, and all they're doing is bashing other dog trainers by name. By name. Yes, I just said some negative things, but I'm not pointing out. I'm, I'm talking about it from an industry-wide thing, an industry-wide thing. I'm not saying, you know, John Q from ABC Dog Training. If there is a place called ABC Dog Training, I'm sorry. I'm not picking on you. Xenon. Here, I'll use a better pronoun. Xenon fucking dog training. Is that what it is? Zer dog training. Is that what it's called? They're calling people out. Stop wasting your fucking time on that. Put up videos that help. So then you've got people that are lying, dog trainers that are lying, and then dog trainers that are bashing people by name, making up stories, outright lies to scare the general public. Meanwhile, we're pumping out trained dogs left and right. We're putting up free content. That's what you should be doing too. Don't worry about me. Put up, put up your own content. Do it better. Sawblade, watching the puppy after getting halfway through the green to graduate, the kennel advice is really helpful for adult dogs too. It is. Yeah, kenneling up your dog is fantastic. There's a proper way to kennel your dog. There's actually a proper way to put your dog in a kennel and a proper way to um, take your dog out of the kennel. Skyler, thank you for doing um, these in the mornings. It makes my hour-long drive to work something to look forward to. I've learned so much from you these last few months. Thank you for all you do. You're welcome. I've, wanted to be doing a, I've been wanting to do a morning podcast for a long time. A lot of people treat dogs like their baby, but worse because they're kids. I would hope they say no to them once in a while. But it's all blade. I mean, there's a good point, but a lot of people aren't. But that's for a whole other podcast, a whole other show, a whole other content. But yeah, but they're not kids. They're not babies. And if people say, well, I don't have any children, natural children, so these are my babies. But they're not babies. Now, if you want to baby your dog, you go right ahead. But there better be some consequences put in there, too. I'm not against babying your dog, but if that's all you do, well, you're going to pay the price. Don't be surprised. Um, sunshine, uh, then the flip side of shelters withholding info of a known biting dog before adopting it to families with children happens all the time. Known biting dogs are being adopted out from shelters. They're being returned. A colleague of mine in the Midwest just uh, took a dog out of a shelter, pulled a dog out of a shelter. It's re returned five times. All because it's quote-unquote aggressive. Guess what? She did one week of dog training with that dog, got it adopted out. The dog's doing fine. Why? She put, she put down boundaries. Taught the dog what to do, corrected the dog what not to do, adopted the dog out, trained the owners how to do it, and the dog is doing fine. Meanwhile, the shelter has probably generated $1,500 to $2,000 from this dog, and they still kept adopting it out. Now, thank God they did, they did adopt this one out because the dog's actually fine and it's the farthest thing from aggressive and they've labeled it as aggressive. Kyle says, good morning, Jeff. Hope your day is blessed. Every day is blessed. Every day that the sun shines on my face and not on my casket is a beautiful day. Busy day today. Every day. Been up since one o'clock. Lots of information has been going on in my head. Put up a post worked on some other things. 
did all my emails, did my business part, listened to my podcasts. There's great information out there. Be careful what you put in your head. Yesenia, um, in the instant gratification they get from pulling from a euthanasia list, they think they have saved so many lives yet can't take the time to process applicants or give the dog enough time to get to know them, allowing them to go whoever uh, put dogs in bad situations. Yes, I mean, this is another thing. Everybody thinks they're freaking growing their angel wings by pulling dogs. I, I get I get that pushback all the time. You know, I've rescued all these dogs. Big fucking deal. How many of you trained? How many of you placed? successfully people are i can rescue 100 dogs tomorrow well i can't because i got no place to put them but you're not growing your angel wings by pulling dogs big fucking deal and then you're pulling all these aggressive dogs with no skill set on how to rehab them if you're going to pull a dog from a shelter you better know how to rehab it or leave the damn dog alone or you better have something lined up but don't be pulling all these dogs from shelters and then expect dog trainers to train them for free. Some of us actually have to make a living doing this. But these podcasts are free. Lisa says, do you have a program where you work with trainers to enhance your skills? Yes, absolutely. It's called Mastermind. Actually, um, we have, if you go to Jeff Gelman Seminars, jeffgelmanseminars.com, we have a mastermind starting in two weeks. It's in Providence, Rhode Island. It's not too late to sign up. You, you grab a flight. You fly to Rhode Island. Get an Airbnb. You're there for a week. You learn all your skills, everything from basic obedience to behavior modification to business to social media to how to do a podcast to how to deal with all the bullshit out there in the industry. And if you do it right, you'll at least make a six-figure income. You do it right from your own house. You know how many people are out there struggling? They can't even do basic stuff with their dogs. You don't even have to work with aggression. Stay away from aggression, frankly. Deb says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Deb. Kathleen, I corrected my four-month-old German Shepherd dog 10 times a day, and my method isn't as nice and soft as a bonker, but it's working. Screw all the redirecting. If my dog is biting me, I'm not going to reward her by giving her something better to bite on. I pop her ass in the nose. There, I said it. Good. Good for you. Yeah, this whole redirection. People have to understand that redirection is also positive reinforcement. Redirection is positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement enhances and encourages and predicts the dog will do more of it which is what how we train obedience but if my dog is biting me and i give it something to bite i'm encouraging biting i rewarded my dog if my dog is leash reactive and i throw kibble on the ground so it stops being leash reactive and eats the kibble i've trained i'm training my dog to be leash reactive it's simple fucking common sense If my dog is barking out the front window, I'm not going to close my shades. I'm going to correct the dog. These are things that people are told to do. You see, yeah. And then, they, then the dog, when the dog is returned, they blame the owner. Oh, they didn't give the dog enough time to adjust. No, it's because the shelter didn't provide enough support and tell them the worst thing they can do is feel bad for the shelter dog and set boundaries for the moment they arrive home with the dog. Yes, agreed. Goose came in here. He's a good dog. But he came in here a wreck. He's got a great family. He's got great owners. 
they had the wrong information. We came in here first week, wasn't fun, but guess what? He's doing great. He's doing great. Um, Piet, hi, Jeff. Wonder if you still like to make videos. Could you please put a smile on your face? Don't tell me how to make my videos. I love making videos, and I smile a lot. I'm ranting. Watch my body of work. I probably make 10 videos a week. If you have to ask about making videos, you're not paying attention to our social media. Look at our Instagram. Look at our Facebook. This is a ranting show. But I also smile on my ranting show. I smile all the time. I'm a very, very happy person. But we are at a, at a, at a time right now where dogs are fucking dying at an alarming pace. Dogs are being given up at an alarming pace. Owners are struggling at an alarming pace. People cannot have friends over their house because of their dogs. Couples are getting broken up and divorced. People, dogs are biting family members. That's nothing to fucking smiling about. It's time to start screaming and yelling and ranting and getting on your soapbox and telling people to cut the shit. I'm a very positive, happy person. This is not a blaming or shaming. This is a wake the fuck up, people. I love making videos. I've been making videos for 20 years, and I still love doing it. Watch them. Look at my body of work. I learn a lot from you. Okay, same person. I learn a lot from you. So what does it matter if I'm smiling or not? Even though I do smile. But what does it matter if I'm smiling or not? You learn a lot from me. Think about that. So some people don't like the way I deliver my information, but they still learn. People fully rehab and train their dogs for my free content. I have two dogs, great beings, so are you, but try to smile or two this day. Okay, you'll find it a bit, a bit better. Okay, again, stop telling me what to do. Don't tell me to smile. Don't tell me to be happy. I'm a very happy person. You don't know me. You know me from this podcast. You know 1% of me. You do not know 99% of me. You don't know what I do with my day. You don't know homeschooling, Jeff. You don't know me as a human. You know me from my rants on my show. So don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me to smile. Don't tell me to be happy. I am happy. I'm fucking ranting right now. And it doesn't matter. You're learning from me. That's all that matters. There's a lot of people in our administration right now who are smiling and deceiving you. Well, I'd rather have them fucking frown and make this country better. People that are smiling to you are destroying our children and our school systems, but they'll smile the whole time. Don't be misled by the smile. 
There are comedians out there that are very, very funny and are very, very depressed and have a high suicide rate. Don't be deceived by the smile. I'm a very, very happy person. I'm ranting. Morning, Jeff. Also true. Thank you for what you do. Have a great day. Robert, thank you. I have a, a fantastic day. I've been up since one, and it's been great already. That's over seven hours ago. After this, Angela goes to uh, uh, Ninja Warrior School. After that, we run Goose through his final paces because he goes home tomorrow. A lot of great stuff. And me smiling has nothing to do with it. All that matters is that you learn. Bill Michaels, what do you think about Caesar? I will mention his name. He's the only dog trainer I will mention at all in 20 years because he's because he's a um, television figure. Um, personally, well, again, I've met him before, but I don't know him personally. He's been helpful to me, and I see many of your philosophies align. You bring it to the table in a much clearer way. So that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So I don't know. I don't know much about him. Know who he is. I've met him, but I don't know much about him. Why? Because most people don't know much about anyone. Literally, there are married couples out there who do, whose partners are doing some very, very bad things. And their partners are surprised. And they're married. There are people out there who don't know what their children are doing. And social media, a lot of it is just a fucking farce. When's the last time a couple who always puts these happy, smiling pictures on social media, when's the last time they talk, when, when's the last time they put up their last fight on social media? They don't. They put up the happy, the, the happy stuff, the vacation stuff, the huggy, kissy stuff, the feel-good stuff. They don't put their arguments up there. They don't put up their verbal and physical abuse up there. Jessica, the worst excuse for me is, oh, that's just his breed. Yeah, a lot of people get, give breed. Now, there are some breed-specific things, but most of that can be overridden with good dog training. But I will say, let's say you actually have a working farm dog. You actually need that dog. You've got a cattle dog. You actually need that dog to bite cattle. Let's say you've got a sheep dog. Let's say you've got a perimeter protection dog. You need those dogs to kill coyotes to keep predators away from the livestock they still shouldn't be biting your kids that's not a breed there's not one breed characteristic of any breed out there that was that is bred to bite children or bite its owner that's not a breed characteristic How do you determine if you use the e-collar or the prong collar? Use both. E-collars are one of the most fantastic tools. Shock collars are one of the most fantastic tools. One of the most fantastic tools for close quarter training, distance training, for obedience, 
for stopping unwanted behaviors, for state of mind. It is the most fantastic tool. Most people don't know how to use them. Even people that use them don't know how to use them properly or use them in a way. It's like with my iPhone. I probably use 1% of what this iPhone can do. Why? Because I only use it for certain things. But there's people out there that use it for tons of things. But keep in mind, these are all tools. They're communication devices. If you don't understand the basics of dog training, no tool will matter other than stopping barking, stopping counter surfing, getting in the trash. That you don't need much knowledge. You just need to know how to push a button and have it at a high level. But training an off-leash trained dog on a remote collar, that's very difficult. That's very laborious. If people say that's, that's oh, that's because you're lazy. Really? I'm lazy? Here, here's a remote collar. Train that, do train that dog to do a recall with it. Even if it already knows recall, on a remote collar, you still got to train it. It's a different, there's a different system. These are people that don't use these tools that say negative things. E-collars are fantastic. Shock collars are fantastic. They're the same thing. Remote collar, e-collar, shock collar, same fucking tool. Um, Skyler, I was brought a stray dog that shelters refused to take because they're scared. She's a bite risk. She grows when picked up. That's it. She's a husky. Well, what's that? What, what, why is somebody picking up a husky? Unless you're trying to, like, I don't know. I don't know why you would. I don't know. We just had a hurricane down here. It flooded. I guess if you're trying to get it up off the ground and carry it through floodwaters, you'd have to pick it up. But you shouldn't be picking up huskies. They had four legs. Have them walk. They can jump in your car unless they've got a medical condition, spine issue, leg issue, if they're older. And by the way, huskies can actually heal on a leash. Um, Saul Blake says, I hate hearing stories of vets that say only thing, the thing you can do is put your dog down for simple stuff you can fix in 30 seconds or even less than 30 seconds. Same with trainers. Same with behaviorists. All their, all their acronym training. BAT protocols. Now, do those work? I'm sure they do. Do they take a lot of time? Oh, yeah. You can do, you can, you can, a BAT protocol that, 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 that takes four months, you can do it in less than four days, sometimes even quicker. Even if you did it in four weeks, still quicker. But everything's got to be like, oh, well, you're not really training the dog. You're suppressing the behavior. First of all, everybody's suppressing the behavior. Behaviors are suppressed. Everybody's suppressing aggression. All dogs can be aggressive. I don't know how you pronounce your name. Uh, Piaget, I'm sorry if I'm chopping your name up. You're the one that wants me to smile. Got two dogs from two separate shelters, did a fine job, both were beating happy. Awesome. Exactly. If you understand the mechanics of dog training, you'll do just fine. You'll do just fine. If you don't need, if you need help, reach out. Roxanne, how is Joelle sending uh, her our love? Thank you. Uh, 
she's struggling. So if you don't know, Joelle, um, her mother died, um, let's say Friday, uh, six days ago. So she, uh, she was dying and she flew up to Rhode Island and um, she unfortunately um, missed saying goodbye to her mom. So there's nine children in the family. It's a rough time right now. It's a rough time. So um, you're not going to see her for a couple of weeks. Um, but thank you for asking. Uh, I walk my 10-month-old three times a day, and I do about seven miles per day. Wow. It's a lot, it's a lot of walking. More walking than I do with my dogs. You know, it's basically obedience, but after the last walk of the day, he recently flat out refuses to do place command for more than a few seconds. Whereas you can hold it down, stay for a very long time. Otherwise, it's because he's overtired. No. Because you, do, have you corrected him properly for breaking a known command? I mean, if he's first of all, if he's tired, let him go to. He should be able to do place. He's doing it because he doesn't want to do it. You want him to do it. It's all that matters. You want him to do it. But that's forcing the dog to do a command. That's bad, right? According to the dog training world out there, that's another lie. You shouldn't for you should only be only be training your dog if it's a willing participant. That has been thought about about legislation up in Vancouver, um, uh, 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 in Canada. They had came out with legislation. It didn't pass, thank God. You can't say no to your dog. Everyone's worried about tools. They're really coming up with like legislation that says you can't say no to your dog. You can only train your dog if it's a willing participant. G. Good morning, Jeff. Love the passion you bring. Family visitor with a separation anxiety dog. I offered to watch while they shopped. To bark crazily while created. I shook crate two to three times um, with a no. That yeah, always say no first and have the consequence. The dog slept until uh, they returned. Exactly. There you go. That's how simple it can be. That's how simple it can be. Say no. Apply a punisher. Shaking the crate. That was the punisher. Everybody thinks the word punisher means hurt. It means abuse. No. It's just the opposite of a reward. That is all it is. That's all it is. People have got to understand the word punishment is not abuse. The word punishment is not a bad thing. Well, you should soften up and you should call it a correction. Fine, call it a correction. So me changing the word makes the outcome different? Me saying, instead of saying shock collar, me calling it an e-collar? If I use the exact same tool, if I call it a shock collar, that's bad. But if I call it an e-collar, that's good. Same tool, I use it the same way. But people are triggered by these words. They're triggered by the word punish. You have a teenager, take away their cell phone. That's a punishment. No, it's not. I didn't beat my kid. You don't need to. Take away their cell phone. Take away your child's cell phone. That's the ultimate punishment historically. 
Think about that. All you did was grab their cell phone, took it away. That's a punishment. Sue says, not only happy or hilarious. Thank you, Sue. Glad you recognize that. But this morning is not for a smiling show. We're in desperate times. I'm not going to make this sound sugarcoaty or soft. People, we, we really are fucked up right now. That does not mean owners are bad. That does not mean trainers are bad. That does not mean dogs are bad. But we're being lied to? And this is what the Wake the Fuck Up show is about. We're being lied to. And I'm not angry. I'm passionate as fuck. But somebody can't tell me they're a dog lover and not fucking fully off-leash train their dog and stop unwanted behaviors. Now, does that mean that if you've got an untrained dog, you don't love that dog? No. But if you truly love your dog, you'll want that dog to be not stressed all the time, not feared all the fearful all the time, not have anxiety all the time, not untrained all the time, not run away from you when you call it all the time, not pulling you down the street all the time, not barking its head off at everything that moves all the time. Nothing wrong with a good rant to blow off some steam. Thanks, Mr. D. But I'm actually not blowing off steam. I'm trying to get people to wake the fuck up. That's what I'm trying to do. Stop believing the lies. Please. We put things out step by step in our videos on how to do stuff. And it works. Is it the only way? No, but it's a damn good way. So I'm not blowing off steam. at all do kettle dogs actually bite the cattle sure on the planted foot yeah watch watch some videos of working dogs yeah they'll bite they'll bite a nose they'll bite a leg yeah watch watch some videos on cattle dogs working watch some videos on uh, sheep herders it's pretty cool stuff Megan says, good morning, Jeff. I like uh, waking up and listening to your show. You keep it honest and simple. Yeah, that's because dog training historically with most dogs is simple. It's simple. Now, is it laborious? Absolutely. But it's simple. I do one-on-one -on -one consults around the world. Internet. It's an incredible thing. Every day. Three, four, five consults a day. 30 minutes to one hour. Most of the advice, I did one yesterday with somebody out on the West Coast. It's a dog trainer. Dog does great in the house, listens perfectly, does great out on the walks unless there's, unless there's a distraction. It's a very common thing. So guess what? Did I talk about 
how to stop the on the walk? Did I tell them what to do on the walk? Didn't even talk about the walk. I talked about everything that happens in the house, holding your dog accountable for known commands with high-level corrections for non-compliance or for breaking a command, and told told her to make sure the preceding of the walk, the pre-walk punisher, make sure you're doing that. Also, people talk to their dogs too much when it comes to commands. And they baby the fuck out of them, which is fine if you want to baby your dog, but you better be holding your dog accountable too. But a lot of stuff should be default. You walk to the front door, that dog's ass better be on the ground. You open the front door, dog should not run out. All of that is unspoken. It's unspoken. Now, can you train it with words? Yeah, and eventually you take away the words. Um, oh, shoot. Anciani, I'm sorry. Um, our hearts go out to Joel prayers for the family. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Robin was a very, 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 very good person. Yeah. Skylar, I've been working with uh, her and she's amazing. However, I'm still working on her dog reactivity. She's fine until they get too close. Ekal is working great. She knows how to heal. First thing I did. So leash we have a leash reactivity course, Skylar. Get the one for 197, not 247. If you're a Patreon member, you save 20%. It goes down to 147. 157, I forgot. Join Patreon for $10 a month or $100.80 a year. It's like eight, eight and change a month. It helps you get through leash reactivity. It's a great course. Leash reactivity is a huge issue. We do seminars just on leash reactivity. Terry G says the family was surprised the dog was quiet. Shocked I shook the crate to quiet the dog. So hopefully shocked in a good way that it worked. But it's that simple. So when they came in, the dog was quiet. Think about that. Think about how much people are struggling. Think about how much people are struggling. People cannot even get their dogs to shut up in a crate. And all she had to do was shake the crate. But guess what? You're told not to. That's another lie that's out there. Don't shake the crate. You'll ruin the relationship with the dog. No, you won't. You'll get a quiet dog. That's it. You'll get a quiet dog. You'll have a better relationship with the dog. Why? Because you're not pissed off at the dog. Allison, good morning, Jeff. Showed up a bit late this morning, but we'll catch the replay. Absolutely. Replay's up on YouTube. So it's also up on uh, Facebook. Raven, I'm three years into training methods with my pit bull Jasper, utilizing Herm Springer knee counter. He's doing fantastic. We have a blast. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's what it's all about. Actually enjoying your dog. See, there's a lot of dogs that meet people's emotional needs in the house, but when it's time to do stuff, shit hits the fan. That ain't so much fun anymore for most people. Darren, I find, my, I find my dog isn't responding well to the NCS working level when we're in higher distraction environments. Turn it up. You, you said the magic words. Higher distraction environments, Darren. Higher distraction environments. Call for what? higher levels. If you don't know what NCS is, non-compliant STEM, it's part of our Green to Graduate course. We actually have a four-stage program on how to tra train a remote the dog on a remote collar. That's how involved it is. 
people coming up and saying hello around the house level is about seven when we're out nine or ten. Oh, that's nothing. Jeez. A lot of the dogs are at a seven. They're at a 27, 37, 47, 57 when they're out. So you, you're going, you're, you're too low. You, that's what it is. You're too low. I'd go up by another 10 minimum. Um, should I raise the working level so it becomes uncomfortable but not a correction or go straight to correction level? Um, with NCS, no. Start out outside with a higher level to get compliance, then go to correction. Interior, go to correction. Terry G, continue, continue prayers for Joelle. She has a great support system with y'all. I'm sure she does. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just not with her now. She's in she's in Rhode Island. I'm down here in Florida. I couldn't go up there. We've got a great boarding train down here. Plus, I just can't get up there right now. But she she's with family. She's staying with her family. So, so she's got a wonderful support system. And then um, I fly in next Saturday, right before Mastermind. And I think there's a nice service on Saturday, right when I get there. Um. What do you think about the whole your dog is just mirroring you philosophy? That's fucking bullshit. State of mind, not behaviors. I mean, let me rephrase that. You can be the most put together person, but your dog is a wreck. You just don't have the right information. And you can be the most messed up person and your dog is good. But if you're a messed up person, we're all a little bit messed up. I'm a little bit messed up. I'll be at the head of the line of messed up. But if I know what I'm doing with a dog, the dog will do fine. Jessica says, cattle dogs are amazing to watch. Tough little dudes. Yes. If you want to see a true cattle dog, I mean, I've seen cattle dogs get flipped through the air, land, boom, go back to work. And if you want to see sheep dogs, border collies work cattle. Oof. You get a three pack out there, which is what they use a lot. You just have a three pack out there. Damn, is that impressive work? Impressive work. Eric says it's so frustrating to have to explain to clients that their other dog trainer or what they read online is a lie. I know. Just remember, say it with love, Eric, because we don't want to be bashing other dog trainers. Meanwhile, here I am. I'm not bashing individual dog trainers. I'm bashing an industry. I want to make that very, very clear. I'm bashing a whole fucking industry that is built on lies and built on unprofessionalism. For any dog trainer, especially dog trainers that use tools that are in my semi-arena, to sit around and not just bash me, but bash a lot of people because it makes them feel good. That's the most unprofessional thing you can do. And you lose street cred on that. You don't think owners are watching you? You don't think owners are watching you saying, geez, you're not a very nice person. People don't want to work with not nice people. Uh, rare. Um, thanks for the effort doing this. It's my pleasure. I wanted to do this earlier. I wanted to do a 5 a.m. show, but I feel it'd be too much for people. It'd be easier for me to do a 5 a.m. show. 
8 a.m. is the 8 a.m. is interesting because 8 a.m. That's when Angelo, we he's got to be. We've got to have the dog. I've got to have the dogs exercised, and then I got to have Angelo's breakfast. Um, he can make his own breakfast, but I got to make sure he's had his breakfast, and then he's got to start his homework. So he starts homework at eight. He's a homeschool kid, by the way. Thanks for the effort doing um, the joke, right, Jeff? I really love to watch your post. You've helped me and my dog so much. Thanks, man. You're great. Oh, thank you. Just keep in mind, Joker. I'm just a, I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy without a without a smile. Okay, screaming and yelling, put out information, but the Joker, you're doing all the work. Always remember that you're doing all the work, Mr. G. G Mr. D. Hi, Jeff. I find consistency the key when following through on commands fully. Absolutely. You want to be consistent and everybody in the family needs to be consistent. Too many are lazy, let things slide when they do the, um, when you do that, the dog senses the opportunity to disobey. Yes. We have to remember dogs are selfish, cre selfish creatures. They're opportunists. The law was... <coughs> Whoa. Hold on. They'll always look for a weakness in a human and manipulate the hell out of it. And that's what we got. It's 9.02. It's time to go. Tonight, Friday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What would Jeff do show with Angelo co-hosting the podcast with me? He did, did a podcast Wednesday with me. He's going to do another one today. I'm going to close the show out with the Green to Graduate and program. Good. That's it. Encourage everybody to get and it. Put the link right in the comments. Good. Down. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker here. That's my boy. Here. There we go. That's my boy. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see everybody tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Take care now. Love you guys so much.